today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. One of the things that came up today and it's been talked about long is the uh, Liberals announcing the details of a comprehensive inquiry into missing and murdered Aboriginal window, uh, women. And I know that this was a major campaign promise, but you ask me, it is absolutely pointless and nothing more than politics. Inquiries and inquests, in my opinion, do nothing. And, and I've covered several. My experience is that lawyers will get rich. Victims will get their hopes up that finally they'll be heard. But in the end, I think it gives us nothing more than warm and fuzzies. But I don't think it will change anything. And I don't say this as someone who doesn't think there are problems. I just don't think it's a solution. But it's a very political issue, certainly politicized in the uh, last election. Stephen Harper didn't want another review because there have already been as many as 40 studies. So the spin got underway. Uh, We have had numbers in since 2014. The RCMP laid out uh, detailed numbers of those killed and the killers. And just to give you some context of what we're talking about, of the 1,181 Aboriginal women killed between 1980 and 2012, 70% involved Aboriginals. So 90% of all victims knew their their killers. So my question is, if we have all this data... Why are we wasting it again for another two years on an inquiry? Is it just to give us the warm and fuzzies? It just doesn't make sense to me. Let's bring in Anthony Fury, who writes for the Toronto Sun, to break down whether or not I'm just being unreasonable. Am I being unreasonable, Anthony? Hey, Alex. No, in fact, I'd almost take it more more strongly worded than you in both directions. First of all, not only do I think it's an important issue, but a column I wrote during the last election, I think that Aboriginal prosperity and improving their life indicators is the most important public policy initiative and issue in Canada. Why? Simply for the fact that you got all these people living in what's equivalent to third world conditions in a country as prosperous as this. And if we're going to have a state, a welfare state to do anything, it should be to make sure that you don't have teenagers doing suicide packs and so forth. Major important issue. However, I'd also double down on what you said in that I think not only is this inquiry a waste of time and a waste of money, but it could arguably be prolonging the situation and stopping us from doing immediate results. Yeah, I mean, we've had this data for for a number of years, and hey, it's 2016, and so I say, do something. I don't need to talk about it. I, I, I mean, I, I, and I think many in that community agree that this is just yet another um, stall tactic. Right. Trudeau said during the election that he would immediately call an inquiry. Well, he did immediately call one, but it's only going to be commencing September 1st. So that's about a year gone by. Then we're told that the inquiry would take at least two years. When government says at least before something, I mean, usually they say, no, no, it's only going to take two years. It'll only take two years. And then it takes like two and a half or three. So the fact they're even saying at least shows, come on, it's going to take a lot longer than that. So let's say it takes three years. There you go. And then let's the main thing we have to point out here, this is an inquiry. It'll just have recommendations. There's no binding thing going on. There's no there's no public policy or legislation coming after this. So a committee will then look at it. And, and let's say, let's be ambitious here and say the committee looks at it and they present legislation, the government picks it up and they table it. That's another year, four years, Alex. Mm-hmm. That's the whole Trudeau term. So basically, he will have dragged his feet on this issue for the entire term. Instead of doing the hard work out there, which is sitting down, putting your heads together, looking at the data you have right now and figuring out what can we do. And I think the answers 
I don't even want to say hidden in plain sight because they're not hidden because we're talking about them in the papers every day. Yeah, I mean, look, and nowhere in this inquiry, and I think it's uh, important to point out, do we worry about men or boys? Uh, They are killed even more so than women. So if we're going to spend $50 million over the next, yes, you're right, four years to to come up with some guidelines and some photo ops, why are we not addressing that as an issue? Now, when you turn around and point out the RCMP data, which you did to people who are advocates of the inquiry, you say, look, we know who's killing them. We know the issue. We know what's going on. They say, well, yeah, that's not exactly what we mean. We don't want to know the raw information. What we want to know is these sort of underlying socioeconomic factors. And I get that, and I think that matters, but it's also pretty plain obvious. It's that Aboriginal Canadians are more likely to live on the fringes of society than other Canadians, and people living on the fringes of society are more in dire straits and exposed to violence and addiction and situations where there's despair. So there's obviously going to be things like suicide and death and abductions. I hate to say obviously, but that's just a fact of the matter. So what do we need? We go back to any time you sit at a round table. A few months ago, I was at an Aboriginal business forum. Paul Martin was one of the keynote speakers, and then uh, former grand chiefs uh, were, were speakers as well. And what were they talking about? They were talking about education. They were talking about entrepreneurship. Alex, the Aboriginal population in Canada is the fastest growing population in Canada. That is an currently untapped market opportunity Mm -hmm. for everyone, for us to hire them, to get them into the education system, for them to create their own businesses. Those are the solutions. We're talking about them all the time. We just need to knuckle down and do more of the hard work. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.